0: Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. It is a new year. We have a new series, and I'm looking forward to the conversation. First, we're joined by lead pastor Jose Abaroa. Jose, welcome morning, back to and the happy podcast. Happy New Year, Taylor. Happy New Year. And we're joined by the pastor of Spiritual Formation, the one, the only Bob Moss. Bob. Good morning. Welcome to, back to the Conversations to Podcast. It's great to be back. Well, Jose, I'd love for you, just like we normally do, to ask you kind of behind the scenes of uh, as God taught you and you prepared for this message, but even just for the series as a whole and kind of what yeah. God's been showing you leading into this new year of
1: 2024. Yeah, the statement that Jesus makes in John 14, 6 is so crucial. I am the way, He says, the truth and the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. He establishes a, a statement that is important for us to understand biblically that Jesus is the the way Thomas is asking him, "Hey, how, how do we how do we know the way?" And, and Jesus, I can I can see the smirk on his face, saying, "I am the way." The one who's been with you, the one who will go to the cross for you, and then um, you know, will we'll continue to be a guide unto our feet. So for us, as we enter into a new year, a lot of us talk about resolutions, and what really struck me from the passage was that Jesus tells the, his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. So we talk about the good, and I think it's also important to prepare for whatever 2024 has in store, and uh, some of that will be bad. Some of that will be trouble. Some of that will be difficult, and so Jesus here is setting us up really to succeed. Do not let your hearts be troubled. I am the way, the truth and the life. And so I'm excited to dig into that the next you, few weeks. You alluded
0: to the new year and a lot of some people, they take time to reflect. A lot of people, they may pick up that self-help book that they've had on their desk for a while and really say, okay, this is the year. I'm going to try harder yeah. to do this, this, and this. Uh, Bob, I just love your testimony. You've been so open and honest, not only on the podcast, but just in our conversations and the way you encourage people because you've shared before that that was very much a tendency that you had to try to to try harder, to, to work hard, to get things done and accomplish things. And God really turn that around for you. I'd love for you to share that, maybe starting just by talking about how God's taught you that in a way that I think will bless people as they prepare for this new year.
2: Well, discovering the, uh, the fact that making goals for me was a problem, a huge problem, because if I set my mind on a goal and... I was focusing on the goal. I had a tendency to eliminate people in my lives that weren't helping me accomplish my goal. And the result was that there were a lot of people that God wanted me to minister to that I wasn't ministering to because I had an agenda of my own. And the Lord uh, really helped me overcome that through numerous Books that I read, scripture that I read, ministers that I learned from, and uh, probably the biggest, one of the biggest, and this may sound odd, but one of the biggest helps to me was spending two years going to AA every day at noon. Yeah, a continual
1: reminder that what is the uh, serenity? Prayer, yeah, that exactly. I'm trying to, I'm trying to recall it to mind, but I, I, well, the serenity prayer. Give me the
2: wisdom, yeah. Oh, Lord, grant me the serenity to accept the things mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know oh, the, the difference. difference. There it is. And it took me over a year to understand what that meant, honestly, because I would get angry when i would hear them talk about change trying to change things it's, they would say there are three things you can't change people places and things and i would get very upset because i felt like i was supposed to be a change agent and those are the th- three areas of everything yeah, right there yeah and uh, what i learned was the only thing that i can change is myself mm that's the that's the secret that's the wisdom yeah so. and
1: i love that bob because number 1 taylor and i are blessed by your example and are so grateful that you have been so open with us as you've shared your journey and here Jesus is is telling the disciples do not let your hearts be troubled he's so saying you you have a choice and it's your heart that we're talking about it's not a place you know it's it's not a thing it's it's not other people it's it's your heart you right. can you can choose to not allow your heart to be troubled and and then the way the channel in which we get there Thomas is saying hey give me give me the formula like, give me directions so that i can go to this place to to you know be in your mansion in your presence as Jesus before is talking about that and he's saying no it's it's me it's relationship with me it's abiding in me in the in the vine which is also a channel in which a plant gets nourishment amen right yeah and so anyway you model that so well bob and, and we're so grateful for that because uh've i've shared this with you personally before but you really are a boundary in my life i think what would bob do (laughs) how would bob respond so i'm grateful that i know this bob and uh hearing about the other bob is is strange to me because that's not the bob that i know and that's again fruit of what we do when we're just
2: ask my family what i was like (laughs) no but to pick up what both y'all are
0: talking about here i love how jesus doesn't just leave us hanging there's certain religions where it's like okay just detach from everything and lose all sense of meaning or purpose And and
1: things yeah but
0: Jesus gives us a sense of purpose, and so in that seeking Him, Jose, that's where we started to talk through this three-by-five card that you're actually holding right now that's, right. that's available online as well, but uh, just some ways that we can actually be intentional because, Bob, I love that, where the intentionality didn't leave. In fact, you were even more intentional and uh, and took things more captive as you were navigating how best to control your mind and control your desires as you live that out. Amen. I'd love to hear, Bob, how that's kind of a question, kind of a prompt. Uh, Bob, what what were some of the the ways, we'll get into the three by five card, Jose, but uh, Bob, what were some of the things, you have certain uh, disciplines and ways that you have found that that have kind of grown and shaped you, so I'd love to hear those. You've shared them before, but I'd love for you to share them again, and just ones that even in this season that you feel like God is really using.
2: Well, I have five rules, okay, and these five rules come out of the Sermon on the Mount, and the first rule is not to judge anybody. And if you're goal-oriented, one of the byproducts of goal orientation is to judge people that are not lined up with your goals, because the goals usually, not always, but usually are Mm ego-driven. Okay, so the second thing is non-resistance. Don't I do resist the devil, okay? I resist evil, but in my circumstances there you go. I do not resist my circumstances. I used to fight my circumstances because they were they, there were obstacles that I had to overcome to reach my goals. and so I would I, I, I did all these self-help books that helped me overcome my goals. And all the time, I was fighting God. Mm. And the reason I say I was fighting God is because God was in control of my circumstances, and he was trying to guide me by my circumstances, and I had another agenda. And so I don't resist circumstances anymore. I try to find out what God wants me to do in the circumstances. So. Number three is non-attachment. I'm, I'm not attached to anything or anyone. I am uh, I have Jesus inside of me, and I want to live moment by moment in his presence. That makes me a better husband, a better father, mm-hmm. a better pastor, a better everything if I'm doing it Jesus' way. Mm-hmm. The fourth thing is I don't have any... Uh, Attraction to anything. There's really nothing in the world that I have as a goal or Mm -hmm. I want. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm open for God bringing me anything that He wants me to. Okay. And the fifth thing is no selfish ambition. Mm -hmm. I do have ambition. My ambition is to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. That, That is the ambition of my life, to know Him more intimately and by. By those five rules, that's how I learned how to walk with Him. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love all five of those, but my favorite one is the last one. Just the way you close that—that that you have ambition. I think that's people listening. They think, "Well, wait, what do I even do then?" It's a new year. I'm trying to, you know, be become a healthier version of myself, a better version of myself. And you're telling me no ambition, but it's no selfish ambition. And yet, to your point, just at the end there, that we're pursuing Christ and those five guardrails, those five—that's yeah, uh, what they are. Yeah, you know, visions that you have. That I think that's really that can speak to a lot of people. Just that even in this season of trying to think through, okay, how do I become better? Uh, one of the things Jesus talks about, Jose, you mentioned on Sunday, is that he is the vine, and for us right. to abide in the vine. Amen. Bob, I think about you doing this so well. I'd love to get very practical here just on this podcast and talking through, okay, what does that actually look like? Like, what does that actually mean to spend time with Jesus? Are you sitting in silence? Are you reading something? Like, I would just love to hear both of you y'alls. Um, just what what has worked in that sense of just when can you tell that you've been abiding well with Christ? And then... What does it look like when you haven't?
1: I think the most amazing thing about this passage, we're speaking now, John 15, Bob, you mentioned attachment. You want to be attached to Jesus. Amen. And then he will show you, okay, love this person this way, uh, because he loves them even more than you do. Your wife, your kids, uh, your spouse, uh, your neighbor, your colleague, your teacher, whatever. And so abiding is huge. And the most beautiful thing, again, that I think of this is that Jesus wants to be with us. (laughs) He longs for us to be in communion with him versus us wanting something that we cannot achieve, which is religion. Mm -hmm. Us wanting to be in the presence of God, and yet being imperfect, not being good enough, the chasm is too wide for us to cross, and the gospel is is the opposite. No, amen, he came, amen. He came near to us, and he's saying, remain in me. And so I think the first thing that I always have to remember is that my flesh wants me to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. I, I want to do life on my own. And then the second is there's an enemy that's trying to lie to me. That's that's telling me Jesus, you you aren't good enough. You haven't done enough. You you're not Christian enough. Other people have better ways than than just being. So the fact that Jesus wants to spend time with me is a great place to start. And then these spiritual disciplines, whatever life season that you're in, the three of us are in different life seasons, right? So we'll have different. Modalities. We'll have different ways in which we spent time with Jesus. And the most important thing, again, is for us to recognize Jesus wants me. He wants me to be with him. So, Bob, you do this so well. I'd love for you to share how how you do it.
2: Well, you you were quoting from John chapter 15, Mm -hmm. which talks about us being branches in the vine. So he says in verse 7 he says if you abide in me and my words abide in you he said ask whatever you want to and it will be done for you and what he's saying there is that he he is already in us okay he's he came into our lives when we were born again hmm. we have his spirit but Paul referred over and over again to his ambition, which was my determ he said, My determined purpose is that I may know him. Well, the only way we can know him more intimately is through the word of God. That's right. We have to know the word of God. And Jesus said, Let your word let my word abide in you. So that is how I abide in Christ. I'm I've said it over and over again, people get <laughs> tired Bob. of it. Preach about I meditate in scripture. I memorize scripture so that I can lay in bed at night and quote it, quote myself to sleep. And um, right now I'm I'm in one of the most glorious passages of scripture. It's Ephesians chapter three. I am blown away right now. I'm I've never memorized the book of Ephesians and I'm, I'm I've got a lot of passages my favorite has been chapter 4 but all of a sudden in chapter 3 I'm discovering the whole purpose hmm. of God's eternal creation yeah it is it is for us the secret Paul talks about the mystery he says the mystery is this that the gentiles are heirs together with Israel. The mystery is that the Gentiles are one in unity in Christ's body. And the third thing, we are sharers together in the promises of Christ. The gospel has allowed us to come into fellowship with God Mm. because we're Gentiles. Mm -hmm. And the Jews... Through the law were a favored people, but it says that Jesus set a, aside the law in His flesh, so that you and I, mm-hmm. and everybody else, anybody can come into fellowship with God through freedom and yeah. through His faithfulness to yeah. us.
1: My my favorite. Uh, thing of this, Bob, from you is every time I hear a verse from you, it's the most exciting verse that you've ever read.
2: I know, yeah. And here's I mean, why: it is because it's like I mean, it's it's like new revelation. Here's to me. why it
1: blesses me so much: exactly, Psalm twenty-seven four. We talked about this on Sunday to gaze upon
2: yes. the beauty. Yeah
1: of the Lord. You truly find beauty when you
2: see Jesus. Amen. And when you abide. Well, everybody in, in does. God. <laughs> Anybody that knows Jesus <laughs> a little bit more. In Ephesians chapter 3, it says Paul Paul's praying for them. He says, "I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may know the love of Christ in its fullness." And he talks about the width, the height, the length, and the depth, four dimensions. See, we, we are three-dimensional people, but when we get into the love of God, suddenly we are going into a, a dimension. And that's what Christianity is all about, is love. Yeah. I mean, loving one another, that's Jesus said in the same in that same passage, 13 through. In Romans 15? Yeah. Uh, in John 15, sorry. John 13, he said, A new commandment I give to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the only commandment that he has given. Love and he says, hear. A new commandment I give you to love one another yes. as I have loved you. So, one one of the things, Bob, that you shared earlier that I really like is
0: you. You said we need the Word of God in order to f- grow closer to Christ, and I think that's something that when whenever maybe depending on how long someone's been in the church, they may see a list like, okay, worship and pray and read, and it may seem like a homework checklist. You know, right. it's like, okay, I got to do this, I got to do this, got to make sure I got my my five minutes down. When the heart and the posture that you have, Bob, is saying, no, this is this is this is good stuff. We need this. Like this is needed. It's not something we have to do. It's something that we need to do i'd love to ask both of y'all how, how do you have that mind, mindset shift and how does that yeah, impact all the disciplines that's so that we...
1: important taylor i'm glad that you brought that up because we can see this as an impediment as an obstacle oh man here we go again i have to read the bible i have to spend time in god's word and again miss the point he is the way so if you want to grow closer to god if if you want to increase your sense of peace through trouble we use the word equanimity on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? The ability to traverse through a trial and, and have joy through it and have purpose. To your point, uh, Bob, one of your rules, not resist whatever circumstance may come your way and, and still find purpose and meaning and all of that, then we have to know God and God in John one is the word he gave us. He gave us this beautiful gift written by imperfect people, but by his perfect spirit through them so that, so that we can know how to thrive and, and, and live. And so I, I mentioned that because that's, that's the why behind this. If you recognize that, then I hope that you can approach scripture through a fresh set of eyes, especially if you grew up in the church and you're thinking, oh man, I don't want to sit down with my Bible. And, but if you're looking for the way in God's word, then he, it is going to be beautiful and you will be amazed. And so it it has more to do with our heart posture than the actual exercise. The exercise is just a method, but, but the heart posture is okay. If you've are looking, if you're seeking, what does Jesus say? You will find. If you seek, you really will find. So it's from that place that you know, I'm holding this three by five card. Worship is so that we can slow our heart down and and really take five minutes to prepare our hearts to engage in his word. And that's what we do on Sunday morning. We have worship first, to, to really bring up anything that we have, and then we give it to God via hands lifted or there in our quiet posture, you know, as we sit or stand. And, and then we hear God's heart and we want to be open to what he's saying to us. And then lastly, we, we've, we close our, our gatherings by praying and responding. So that's the third piece is, is pray. So anyway, it's just one way that you can do it, but Jesus is the way. Yeah. And Jose,
0: you mentioned earlier just on this episode about the enemy. And I think about going back way early in the garden, there was, God gave his way. He showed Adam and Eve his way and it was perfect and it was pure. And then the enemy the enemy came in and presented another way and said, well, is that really the way? Is that really the best way? And presented an alternative. And so, I think, you know, on a, on a Sunday morning or even maybe the start of the year, we think, okay, got it, Jesus is the only way, and that's the only way I'm gonna go. And then all of a sudden you step out into the workplace or on your way to work or in a conversation with a family member, and next thing you know, you're like, ooh, there's a lot of more appealing ways out there to at least consider, to entertain. Attempt and, us, yeah, right, distract us. Right, and so how, how do y'all just even navigate that where you find at times where you kind of are losing maybe trust in the way, you maybe are questioning and wondering, not not your salvation, not question, but just even in the, the, the act of obedience, is this really the best way? Is this what's best for me? Does God really want what's best for me, in a, even just in a super small decision that you have to make?
2: For me, the distractions are infinite out there. <laughs> yeah. And they happen uh, usually by good things, things that I need to do that are trying to get me to take my attention off from the Lord and go out on my own. And uh, I still have trouble with distractions. I mean, I would love to sit here and tell you that I just, I abide in Christ 24-7. I don't. I want to. That's my goal. Now, that's what I aspire to. That's what I long for. But we have an enemy that is so subtle and Jesus is the only one that knows how to overcome him. Mm. When when the Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness, he fasted for 40 days. At, at the end of 40 days, he was hungry. Now, you talked about people that, oh, no, I've got to study the Word of God. I've got to read the Word of God. At the end of... 40 days. Jesus was hungry, it says. The devil comes along and says, okay, why don't you just take that stone over there and turn it into bread. You can do that. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Job said, I hunger for your word more than my necessary food. In other words, more than for the food that sustains me. I want that. I'm not there yet. Mm. I am not there yet. I've got things happen in life, in family, in, that distract me from my goals.
1: Do you know what helps me? This conversation. I'm I'm hungrier after having this conversation with you guys for for God's word and i think that that's God's gift to us as people when we gather around his name Amen. And, and talk about these things it's it's like an appetizer you want more i want more i want more because he is the way and Amen. the truth and the life and the only way to the father the only way to eternity the only way to to abundant life here on this earth and then, and then forever. So Bob, I loved what you shared about going to AA every day, because that's one thing that they do really, really well, a consistent, uh, exercise, habit of getting together, of mm-hmm. gathering, yes. of reminding each other, yes. hey, I have a problem and I need help. Yeah. And so I'm looking to other people. And that should that should be us as, as believers in Jesus. We should acknowledge that we have a sin problem, we have a flesh problem that has been conquered by Jesus on the cross and the promise of everlasting life because of his resurrection and we need one another. Amen. So reach out. If, if that's you and, and you need help, we have community groups. We, we have a pastoral team that is so relational and, and wants to help you get from A to wherever God wants you to be, which is, which is with him. And that's what we're talking about. So this was a great conversation. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Taylor. Great Looking to be forward here. to next time.
0: Thanks for listening to The Conversations podcast. Be a part of the conversation by sending questions about the Sunday message directly from ccc.guide or by emailing conversations at cypresscreekchurch.com. See you back for the next conversation.